Welcome to the Rise and Flow podcast with me, your host, Elaine, a 5-1 manifester and the goddess of fun. This is a space where we go deep into unlocking your magic so you can step into your power in your life and business. Tune in weekly with me and a host of expansive guests where we dive deep into areas such as energetics, spirituality and business so you can rise and flow. Hello and welcome back to the Rise and Flow podcast. Today I am joined by an amazing medicine woman and light activation coach, Claire Killalea, also known as Clarity on Instagram, which I think is just the most genius business name because she really works with people in finding their light and helping them find their purpose. So today she joins me from Ibiza and we are going to explore the whole avenue of finding our purpose through going through our awakenings. And we chatted loads just before we jumped on here. And I was asking Claire, how many awakenings can one have in a lifetime? Because sometimes I feel like I upgrade more than the iPhone. So Claire, with that, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. And I can't wait for all of the wisdom that you're going to share with the collective. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for having me on here, Elaine. It's actually so exciting to be here in this space with you and chat about this. Such an important topic of exploration, really getting that clarity on our purpose and using this awakening journey. Like you mentioned, how many awakenings are we going to have in this lifetime? And the answer to that is I haven't an actual clue, but I do know that each awakening you have is a reflection of the work that you're doing and the growth that is happening and the expansion that is actually taking place in you on a soul level. And how beautiful is that to even bring that recognition or recognition, is that even a word, to bring that realization (laughs) to that space of awakening, you know, it's really a beautiful space for us to expand that's what's really happening we're expanding who we are we're expanding our soul level and we're expanding our consciousness through each of those awakening journeys okay you still make an awakening sound very sexy so for anyone maybe who's (laughs) starting more out on their journey of spirituality and you're like what is an awakening I remember a couple of years ago for me and I just was like I remember feeling before, this is before I had like a lot of tools in my toolkit and stuff to like ground and protect my energy and become so much more aware. And I remember feeling that, that saying that the feeling of, which I realized then was going through the awakening, but I felt so ungrounded and I felt like I almost wanted to like chain myself to a fence because I was just being pulled. It was like the world and everything around me, where I exi- my existence was being pulled from underneath me. But like, what would you use to describe like, okay, this is a few signs that you're going through an awakening? Yeah, that's a great question. And I just can't help it, Elaine, if I make it sense. (laughs) (laughs) And how sexy is her voice, right? (laughs) That's it. That's what this whole podcast is about. Yeah, awakening. So yeah, the fact that we're reflecting, it's an expansion, but it can feel so freaking intense. Like, do I understand this? Because... When we don't have information, sometimes that can be really intense on our human self, on who we actually are. We have a logical mind that likes information 
and that really supports the process but a lot of these awakening experiences like even if I asked you to put words on it there may not be the words you're just like I don't know what's happening I just feel really ungrounded it feels really intense I feel really emotional I don't know why I feel really sad and I don't know why my energy is really depleted and I'm not sure why you know so these feelings can all be coming into place and examples of going through a spiritual awakening is your intuition is coming so strongly online so you might suddenly want to change things that you've always done in your life you might have been a partier you might have been really social or you might have been someone who was always serving people and doing things for others you know a pleaser and suddenly you're like I just don't want to drink anymore or I don't want to party or I don't want to participate in activities that I used to do or you might be in a place where you realize that you're not content where you are in the job that you're in and you know there's more and that feeling of more is becoming really intense and you want to change that job or you might be in a country that you don't feel it doesn't suddenly starts to feel not like home anymore so you want to change your location because there's something happening in a deep intuitive level that you're not sure why that's happening you know or you might become really sensitive to people's emotions and people's feelings, your empathy may be expanding. So suddenly it's really intense being around a lot of people or it's really intense for you having actually a conversation with a friend who's just, you realize they're starting to offload. And there's the deeper realization of, wow, I'm taking on these negative emotions that are not mine. And so maybe friendships that you we're so connected to before you start to remove yourself from and you distance yourself a little bit. So it's a form of self-protection. And, you know, you may also be having this thirst for knowledge of growth or personal development or spiritual aspects, or you're just finding yourself someday in a crystal shop and you're like, I'm not sure what the fuck I'm doing here, but I have to buy this crystal. (laughs) You know, there's no reasoning for that so some of those would be examples of aspects of a spiritual awakening and then you may start to go deeper into that where there may be you know a lot of traumas being released from your body or there may be aspects of you like shadows that you haven't looked at before that are actually releasing from your body so you can be in a space where you're continually crying and very emotional but you're actually releasing programming from your system that's not serving you that has been like stored within you or sometimes it can be really physical it depends on how you meet the world you know you could have a really physical reaction where your body is actually drained and you find yourself in bed for a couple of days or you're just noticing you're more drained around people so all of these are signs that you can be going through a spiritual awakening. So would you relate to any of those, Elaine? Do any of those? I'm living here going, check, 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 check. <laughs> and then I'm going to go, God, I really need to like get in here and ask her why, why would we go through an awakening? Why would you go through all of this? Because when you come out the other side, there is so much peace and beauty, right? Yes. There's so much freedom in that space because When we're born, when we enter this earth, our soul is at its highest vibration and we enter so pure into this world. Like we see a child and we are drawn on an energy level to that 
beautiful innocence and the purity. And when you look in a child's eyes, like something happens on a soul level, whether you have the description for that or not, but we all know that feeling that we're totally drawn to them. So when we enter this earth, we're at our highest vibration. And then, you know, how we operate in this world is socialization and programming and different ways in which we actually are not realizing that we're restricting or confining ourselves in certain ways. And so, you know, whether that is, you know, we are told to like hide our emotions or we it's not appropriate to act in a certain way or no, you can't follow that dream or whatever that is, you know, that's a natural progression sometimes through this lifetime. So when you're going through a spiritual awakening, you're releasing all of that. That's what's actually happening. You know, you're crying out those aspects of you that have not been seen or been confined. So when you start to realize that that's what's actually happening, even if it feels traumatic and intense and like you said, chained to a freaking fence, you know, (laughs) even if that's how it feels, you're allowing yourself to really release on such a deep level. And that's why when you come to the other side of one of these awakening journeys that you're like, wow, I feel so much freer. I didn't realize that life could be so simple or I feel so peaceful or I actually feel really connected to another part of me that I've never explored. You know, it could be someone that's just started to do energy work or someone then, you know, like look at the pandemic for the last couple of years, like how many people do we know that actually took the time due to all of the chaos that was happening, but to go inward. And now they're emerging as, you know, a singer or they write poetry or they've started writing a book or they've just started some creativity in their lives because that is a spiritual awakening. Part of you is now being expressed that was being confined before. And that's the restriction space that I was talking about. Yes, and because like spiritual awakening is not for entrepreneurs or healers or medicine women like this applies like across the board to all of us like all humanity mm-hmm. completely and if I to ask you right this is going to be a favorite word for anyone who's gone through awakenings before in terms of your guidance on surrendering and like letting go because you know we can sometimes like try and fight like, you know, what's bubbling up inside us. Like, I mean, we actually are conditioned to often ignore our intuition in society. So naturally, sometimes when people will come up and they can potentially feel like they're going through a bit of an awakening, but it's like, no, 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 I don't want this. And they'll try, keep plowing on and life just becomes difficult. You know, and we're making it so much harder. I'm always like, no, it's like ripping off a bandaid. It's like, just like, pull us. And that's like almost like the approach if we actually surrender in fully like that and just trust that actually the process can be a lot more pleasant. Because sometimes I definitely have gone through one or two where at the start where I was resisting and I feel like I actually made it 10 times worse for myself. And as a result, then it's like, oh, I'm a bit scared if someone mentions the word awakening when it doesn't have to be painful or scary. Yeah, I hear that so much. And that literally is, again, the reflection of the programming because we're not conditioned to surrender or to fully embrace something such as a spiritual awakening because 
we feel like we have to work or we have to do or we have to be in a certain way. And this is what the spiritual awakening is actually teaching us. Because I remember one of mine, Jesus, the most intense that I went through when my light channel was activated about two years ago and through plant medicine. And like I was blown wide open. And I mean to say like the reality that I had known in my life just made no sense anymore. I was, yeah, it was really intense. And I know that that intense experience is actually part of my greatest gift so I can support people on this journey because there was so much for me. I had just set up my own online business for coaching and workplace wellness and online you know, evidently you need to sit at a computer. And every time I sat at the computer, my anxiety would hit the roof. (laughs) I was like, I actually can't look at a laptop. Like something is happening to me every time I look at it, like any sort of technology for too long. And I couldn't understand this. And so for me, actually clarity on anything and information makes me feel comfortable in a situation. So that was really uncomfortable for me and the actual journey to surrender into that because I used to have such negative dialogue you know when I would wake up then in the morning I'm like you have to sit at the laptop you have to do something so even the reconditioning of surrendering to not and realizing there was something happening within me that needed space to download and Thankfully, I had someone I could turn to. My spiritual teacher, Betty Cosgrave, was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. You need at least three months away from everything to download the actual intensity of what's happening to you. So the reassurance of having that from someone allowed me to settle. And then I fully surrendered to it because there was an intuitive knowing that I wasn't listening to. And there was that intuition there going, take space, take the break. And so the even allowing of that, like to take those couple of months and allow all of this new program and the death of the old me, because that's what was actually happening. I was like literally saying goodbye to aspects of myself that were not serving me anymore. And so the tears that were continually coming through me on a daily basis was grief. Like I was grieving the life I'd known and grieving the reality that I'd known, but also to make space for this, you know, beautiful, easeful new awareness that was coming to me and a way now and that I perceive the world and so much freedom, you know, even from that awakening for me, the most impactful part of it was that my anxiety fully left me. Like it was so like, and this is the reflection of, yes, it can be so intense, but wow, look what can be on the other side of it. Like I know every single morning that I sat crying or bringing through these light codes that I had no freaking idea what was happening. You know, there was sounds coming through me and messages and wow. Like when I think back on the me then that was actually experiencing all of this, but it shed so much of me that was holding me back and limiting me and confining me, which actually was all, you know, being experienced in my being as anxiety. And now 
that is not part of me anymore. You know, I experience anxiety sometimes and it waves through me like any sort of emotion, but I'm not in it. I used to be in the anxiety and actually believing the negative thoughts and dialogue that was happening within me. Whereas now it's an experience that I can support myself through. And so that's an example why I'm sharing that of, right, something, an awakening can be that intense, but it can actually be that freeing on the other side of it. And is there a timeline? Is there like a certain amount of time? (laughs) (laughs) I just totally joke. But it was only when you were saying there, which I was like, whoa, actually, I didn't know that about you at your three months, because when I finished my corporate job as well, and I was like, right, okay, down to business now, you know, all the strategy, all this, whatever. And I was the same. I was allergic. I was absolutely allergic to sitting down at my desk as well. And I think for me, it was also about a period of three months. I was out gardening, painting fences. Literally, at first, I was avoiding anything that I was like, I will do anything that's productive to avoid being at the computer. And then I actually was kind of going, no, actually, you're your own fucking boss now. So you can just do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to sit down all day and journal and cry, like go for it. And it was really a journey of like learning to give myself permission. So when anyone ever moves off, I'm kind of going like, give yourself a break because otherwise you're just going to go in from like living that same programming, living up on your purpose or your passion. And ultimately then you'll just be totally out of alignment. Mm, yeah, completely. And I'm laughing there because I was like, I just want to do an awakening from nine to five. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that is our programmed approach, right? It's kind of going well, okay, fine. I'll go through an awakening. How long? Like, how long do I need to give? But like, we don't know, right? That's the whole point of surrender. If I knew the answer to that, Elaine, like I would be in a very (laughs) (laughs) different position. I'd be levitating around the place. But I would say, yeah, to give yourself the space, give yourself more space than you think you need. Because to even, it's interesting that you also felt that you needed three months and the permission, like you said, it's all about permission and it's all about empowerment. And that's actually reprogramming to actually give yourself the permission to be and to surrender. Then you'll know, you know, and I'm sure it may have happened to you. And I know there was a time then when it was like, ah, no, I feel really aligned now. I want to be back on the laptop. I want to create from this space that feels really grounded So yeah, it's going to be so different for everyone in the level of intensity and the level of work that you've been doing. But I would always recommend more space than you think you need. And then you will then know that moment when you're ready to return in whatever space feels really aligned for you. Yeah, definitely. I think given permission to take the time away or, you know, because like you do feel like more withdrawn, like you don't want to be around people as much or be online as much. And, you know, that's not the end of the world, right? Because, well, I know obviously, particularly as business owners, you're like, oh my gosh, Jesus, I should be online. And it's like, no, because if you're forcing it, like the energy's not there in the first place. And we're actually just preventing ourselves. We're actually dragging the process out for ourselves as opposed to coming back. Boom. I disappear for lo- like, it could be weeks. And then it's like, okay, bitches, I'm back. <laughs> you no, know, I'm back like overflowing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. It's like even when you take one day off social media, how empowering is that? And it's a break from your phone. So your energy is not going outward anymore. It's staying inward. And so that's one day 
of you really refueling on an inward space and allowing yourself to be fully in touch with who you are. Because as people who run their own businesses, as you know, like the awakening process is actually part of this journey as well, because you're creating a beautiful platform and space to serve people from. And then there's the business aspect of that. And then there's actually the giving, you know, the beautiful medicine that we have to people. And then there's also our own awakening (laughs) journey that's happening in the background. So it's such a divine dance and it's a continual, I feel, invitation to give yourself the fucking permission to just be. And so that's, I think we are embodying that because that's what we also will share and inspire others to do. Yes. And in terms of tools that you can use to kind of support yourself, like for me, I'm always like, I need lots of time in nature. I work with essential oils a lot, journal space. Like for me, I love being by myself, particularly Mm. if I'm kind of navigating a really like to just clear the channel and like listen in. So like, what would you advise people for helping them navigate their awakening? I always advise people to design their own unique way because we all show up in the world differently. And some people may perceive the world in a very physical way. You might perceive the world, you might be a very emotional person, you may be a very mental body person, or you could be a really spiritual person. And this is the whole way that I work with people is like really tuning into which of those is the most supportive for you. So for me, I'm really physical. So a sea swim is so supportive for me or exercise. My exercise is part of my spiritual practice. When I go for a run, I bring in the energy of, okay, I'm going to really run. I'm going to be so present with this space, whether it's the podcast I'm listening to or the music And I will actually, at the end of my run, release energy from my body because it's been stuck in my body. Or for someone else, then it might be if you're a really emotional person, like an emotional release tool could be really supportive for you to actually release any stagnant energy. You might have anger or aggression or sadness that's in there. So you actually inspire yourself to release that with um you know there might be covered mouth screaming or something like that that you're actually supporting yourself to release that from your body or you may be tuning in to actually check in how you are on an emotional level and that can even be supportive for you or if it's your emotional body you may actually want to protect yourself emotionally and really tune into how you are on an emotional level and then create some emotional boundaries around that. Because if you're a person who's going through an empathic expansion, and like we spoke about actually beforehand, and you're taking on someone else's energy, that it's not yours, there's a call for you to be creating more emotional boundaries to support yourself. And then, you know, it may actually be if you're a mental body person, what can really support you is journaling, like you said, is really supportive, self-reflection, mantras, any sort of affirmations that may help you to like readjust your mindset or reprogramming certain aspects of you, that can be a really supportive tool for you. Or if it's the spiritual body space that you really want to support, like meditation is (laughs) just foundational as a space of reconnection, or it might be energy work that you really supports you. Like if it's Reiki or say like you with the essential oils that actually taps into 
the physical body, but also your spiritual body as well. And so there may be practices that are going to support you in that space as well, whether it's you heightening your gifts to even support you as well. If you're someone who is channeling or connecting to spaces maybe that you haven't connected to before, that's also going to support you. So it's really tuning into how you show up and what's being most effective so affected by this awakening so then you choose through your own you know sensitivities and your own knowledge of who you are and how you connect to the world what's going to be the most supportive tool yes 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 it's more just kind of well there's a great list for people to kind of start with there but I I think it is really key to find out like what works for you so you know, if you are noticing that you're feeling like deeply ungrounded or your energy's drained and you're tired, that it's like, okay, what's my practice here? Because that makes it just so much more, well, I wouldn't say easy, but it just is, yeah, it's like a deeper, it's deep healing, but it's actually can be more enjoyable when we know we're like, okay, we're able to support ourselves. And this is really back to coming to like reclaiming our own power because we have what we need within us. Completely. It's all about empowerment and it's all about crafting our own way, like really tuning into the fact that we, a whole being, like every aspect of our life actually does affect how we show up, you know, and so we ignore different parts of us. You know, we could be on a spiritual awakening and we could be feeling really lethargic and really, you know, our energy is so low. And then there's may not be the awareness that the food that we're eating actually, you know, for eating like loads of junk food or just something that's not serving our body or just whatever that is, that actually I'm not really in alignment here because I'm not supporting my physical self, you know, doing any sort of movement, whether it's yoga or something really beautifully gentle, like yin to move energy around our body or whatever that is there's a misalignment there, you know? So then when we start to bring the awareness to that, that's the empowerment piece. It's like, ah, okay, now I've tuned into myself. I know that I needed to support my physical body with some really practical ways. You know, that can be like drinking more water, movement, actually fueling myself in a way that supports myself. And then we start to notice, okay, I actually feel more balanced now and I feel more grounded. And so that's the empowerment space then because we're really tuning into who and our whole self, like who we are and how we support ourselves. Can I just focus in there a little bit actually on the physical body, right? Because I've seen this talked about and even myself, like when you're doing a lot of like awakening and stuff and you're often in another dimension, right? But sometimes we really miss the physical body. Like it's almost like there's a, can be a bit of a disconnection. Okay. Grand might go for a bit of a walk and one thing or another, but I really feel whether it's just me, but I'm seeing actually, even in the collective, people are kind of like, no, it's back into the physical body. So like, I've just like ordered a load of stuff and herbs because I'm going to do a physical cleanse. I'm like, no, I was like, I've done so much work now. and I need to make sure I'm removing any like residual kind of energy and really come back to my physical body because I feel like I've neglected my own at times as well. And we're going like, God, you're actually such an important part of the whole puzzle. Mm, yeah. And thank you so much for bringing that in. It's so interesting. Like even when I was giving an online course recently to some beautiful women and 
we go through all of the bodies. Like that's actually the journey. It's the physical body. And we show how that's connected to our emotional body. Then that's connected to our mental body, which is connected to our spiritual body. And once they're grounded, then and only then when they're integrated, can we start to elevate into this higher vibrational space, being the light body. And what was really interesting from so many women on that course, they were like, wow, the biggest take home for a lot of people was I've changed my diet or I've started to exercise and bring that in as part of my spiritual journey. And I feel so much better, you know, in myself. So that's like a really practical way of just connecting that, how much it actually supports us to support the body. Because when we start these awakening journeys, there can be a space of disconnection. We're sometimes trying to escape our body. You know what I mean? When someone's kind of going on these journeys of I'm doing so much energy work and I'm doing so many healings and I'm meditating so much, but I'm still not feeling grounded because our physical body is the highly tuned vehicle for our soul to expand from. Like it's no coincidence that our soul landed in this body. That is not a coincidence. It is specifically designed for us in a unique way for us to harness our power. The power is in grounding into our body and realizing that that's our vehicle to awaken through. We're not trying to escape because escape is actually disconnection. So when you start to realize that reconnecting to our physical body and honoring it as the temple that we have for this lifetime, you know, however many years we're on this earth, this is the vehicle of awakening that we're in. And then, you know, our soul may do its own journey in the next lifetime, who knows? But when we really download that, that's where we feel our power. And that's where we feel in our fullest. Like when our physical body is, you know, really operating in a way that you're like, oh my God, I feel so amazing in my body whatever that looks like, that's when our vibration is really raised. And so that's why there's so many ways that we can really support ourselves. You know, like you were saying, even that you've been doing cleansing is coming through more or whatever that is. It might be fasting can really support the body or movement or, you know, whatever that is to ground you, a sauna, swim, all of those things. But there's also a deep space of self-love that is to be downloaded in that moment as well of wow I just fully accept myself and I fully love myself and I fully embrace all that I am like the potency of that the power in that is yeah that's what I perceive as the journey (laughs) yes and I think that's a really great piece of advice actually is in like scheduling in your movement as part of your spiritual practice because I know like I've had this conversation a few times with people like it's like you know when we're living in flow and then it's like okay well I'm out of flow now I'm out of alignment how does that happen and often we pinpoint back to it's like I dropped my spiritual practice I was too busy I didn't have time to meditate I wasn't journaling or you know I wasn't doing this and for me now I'm kind of going like geez that's like a non- negotiable because the amount of work it takes to get us back into alignment then is actually just not worth it so but it's changing that perspective in the mind so I'm kind of going like no like is in like before I used to look 
and this was kind of more my deprogramming. When I would have say finished out of corporate and do my own thing, I used to look at like my spiritual practice in the mornings as kind of like, it's a nice to have, Joe. <laughs> how luxurious and how fortunate am I that I create this space in the morning, whatever. And now I'm kind of going, no fucking way. Sitting down on the ground and tuning in and that practice is just as important, if not more than whatever work you'd be doing in your masculine on a computer, like launching a program or meeting with a client or whatever. They are, it's as important, if not more, because it's key. This is the work, right? So I think actually for me there, I was like, oh my God, yes, I need to view my movement like that. So like it's actually in as locked in as part of your spiritual practice as well. And this is where people really start seeing those shifts. Like this is a key activity. Mm, yeah, it's the foundation of us, you know, because even when we feel like, think about what happens when we don't feel well physically, how much is affected you know, I know you were unwell this week. So our physical body then affects our emotional body, which affects our mental body. And then this is when the negative dialogue starts coming in and the negative, okay, yeah, no, what's this? And we start to like really catastrophize and compound things. And that's an extreme example when we're really physically not feeling well. So if we even put that logic into, okay, well, what if I consistently raise the vibration of my physical body? How is that going to knock on and affect the rest of me? Oh, wow. It's a chain reaction within us. And again, we're completely connecting to our whole self, to seeing ourselves as, oh, this is connected. These are all connected. It's not a coincidence. Beautiful. Now I get to really decide and empower myself by being so in tune with who I am like we were chatting about how do you protect yourself or how do you support yourself in an awakened journey because I'm so in tune with my physical body or I'm so in tune with that aspect of me. So yeah, it's a beautiful journey when we start to really download that because we can really support ourselves through anything <laughs> that is thrown at us, awakening journey or just life journey. And in terms of navigating our purpose, right, in this time, what would be your guidance. I've done um, a session with Claire actually a couple of weeks back when she was visiting Ireland and I was like, you know, still like always approached to our own development. I'm like, right, I'm going. I want to activate my light language right in the masculine. And then, but then when I got there intuitively, I was like, okay, no, there's something else that I, I was like, I want to work on. I was like, it's lingering in my mind. And I actually was blown away how she journeyed me back doing the mind, body and soul work into my heart. And then was like, and bring me back to like a young girl and like where a belief system had been planted in me that actually takes me out of alignment at certain times. If I was met with anger or something, it just actually blew my mind. And, but also like some of the deep chats that we had of like looking back that like, you know, all the chapters in our life are relevant. Like nobody's doing anything wrong or you you might just be a little bit out of alignment, but this misalignment is showing you your greater why and your greater purpose. So yeah, there's a, it's almost like the question that you'd get an interview going, Oh, where do you see yourself in five years time? It's like, what's your purpose? And it was kind of like, you know, when we touched briefly on like back to school, like it's like, Oh, what do you want to be when you're older? And like, you know, and kids are just so not equipped often to 
make those decisions in traditional with career guidance and whatever. And then they're off going, applying for their, to go free to university and stuff. And I remember being at university going, I still don't know really, but I did business because I knew it would add to me because I'm going to be an entrepreneur of some sorts. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. And yeah, <laughs> there's so much in I know, it. sorry. You. I actually was like, there's probably about 10 questions there in one. <laughs> oh, thank you for the beautiful words on our session because that was a really powerful session of, like you said, the reflection of, again, everything is connected in our lifetime. And so when we start to look at our purpose, it's this divine puzzle of who we are. Like that's actually what our purpose is. And the beauty of what you said there is children, they actually know our soul starts to speak to us when we're younger. So the amount of times, like even when I work with people on purpose sessions, I'm like, what did you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> when they answer, it's, there's so much truth in that unfiltered expression from a child because they haven't programmed or conditioned themselves to the way that we are when we're 18, you know, and we're meant to know how, what we want to be when we actually grow up. And for so many people, I know me, I was like, what the hell? I have no idea. Like, absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. And but as a child, and I tell this story that I wanted to be a nun. And I remember this feeling really, like, really intense. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being a nun and I'm, you know, from quite a Catholic family. And I think even I remember saying it as a child and someone being like, what? <laughs> but now I know that my programming as a child saw a spiritual connection as Catholicism. That was the only you know, relationship I had with a spiritual connection outside of myself. So actually what I was searching for and what my soul self as a child wanted was this connection to some form of spirituality or light. And here I am, you know, how many years later, 30 years later going, wow, that was actually so significant. I knew that there was more of me to be connected to an energy that can support me. But now from where I'm at, it's like, ah, okay, that looks very different. So why I'm sharing that is because our purpose is actually there all along. Like our purpose is when we connect to our whole self and we start to see every aspect of us as it's like a puzzle that we're trying to work through you know, or personality, or strengths, or weaknesses, or work experience, or what lights us up, what we love to create when we're in flow, you know, who we are in certain aspects of us, what's the, you know, for someone who can be an amazing speaker, and sometimes they might go through their whole life, which is an example for me being like, Jesus, you never shut up. (laughs) You know, that I went through my life being like, wow, do I just over talk? Why do I do that so much? And I have a really distinctive voice. So I wouldn't get away with anything. People would see me and they'd be like, yeah, I remember you. I remember your voice. And I, all of these 
little things that were happening through my life, like over talking, having a really distinctive voice, finding myself in deep chats with people. Like I love having one-on-one conversations with people. That used to be me at the party. I'd be like honing in on someone. Great, we're going deep. (laughs) And now when my light language came through, that was the download of, oh, this is why your voice is distinctive. This is why you love to connect with people in a one-on-one space. And this is why your voice is your tool. And this is a space for you to live your purpose through your voice. And I'm sure that might be something you resonate with, Lane, because your voice is your portal and tool to support people as well. So I share that from a space of me starting to realize the information I was given my entire life. And now when I'm starting to like weave that together, it actually really hones in on my purpose. So this is the space when we start to work with our purpose. It's like, I use it like the example of like a sales funnel nearly even like yours. You may be in a space of confusion where it's someone is like, what's your purpose? And for so many of us, it can be, I have no freaking idea. When I think back on my 18 year old self, I'd no idea. When I think back on actually even my 30 year old self, I still had no idea. And that was when I started my really deep work of purpose work. And it's taken all of the information that we have and then we funnel it down through a process of like questions and self-discovery and, you know, growth aspects that we're really reflecting and refining who we are. So we funnel that down then to get the clarity. And that's how we create the clarity then of what really lights us up, because that is where our purpose is lies within us yes hello beautiful soul i interrupt this episode briefly just to share a little bit about the sas collective mastermind which is now open for enrollment i co-create this mastermind to activate awakening entrepreneurs who are here to do things differently make a positive impact and live a life of freedom so if you want to align your business with soul and systems and magnify into a state of joy and flow then this is your official invitation from the manifester to be initiated and activated over the eight intimate weeks together we will dive deep into the energetics of who you are and your business Every week, we will build momentum working on alignment, your deeper desires, boundaries, beliefs, cycle thinking, matched with higher consciousness strategy and the business systems to support your expansion with automation and flow at the core. The alchemy of spirituality, SaaS, strategy and systems will help you magnetize dream clients and sales on a soul level and you will walk away with a solid plan and foundation to scale and create the life and business of your dreams. So if you are ready to really step into your power as the leader in the collective and make your dreams come true, then you can sign up on my website and I'm gonna drop the link in the show notes. So now I'm gonna let you get back to this beautiful episode and feel free to drop into my DMs with any questions or book a discovery call. When you were doing your work, right, and I'm going to ask this because this actually was something for me, right? And you're going to be <laughs> got to go like, oh, really? But in terms of when you were working on finding your purpose, and the thing is, like, our purpose, I'm sure, will evolve and change as we grow in time as well. But like, I remember like doing like loads of work on this like last year, and obviously through getting really deep into my human design as well and, and understanding that, and then it was like, okay 
you have to set up a podcast. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go set up a podcast and whatever. And as the more I went on and going, I got my voice actually really is my vehicle. And all of what you've said there in terms of going, oh, you're too loud. Can you keep it down? Jesus, I hear you before I see you. Like how many times, how many times have we heard that one? Oh my God. And even particularly in the corporate workspace, like they're always like, geez, you're so loud. You're like a hen and hawk. Can you just sit down at the desk? I remember from day one when I started my first job actually in the bank and I was up and down to the water cooler to beat the band because I just couldn't. They're like, have you ADHD or something? (laughs) But like you condition yourself so much, right? And for me, right, I obviously, I worked in kind of tech telecoms, like very high performance industries and all this. So when I was sitting down here, I swear to God, right? Like this is only a few months back. And I was really like, and I've seen, I suppose, even that people, like the, some of the messages people would send me from the podcast, like, God, I mean, like, I mean, you really just awoke something in me there or whatever. And, and like, it brings me so much joy, like in the work that I'm doing now, even like through the mentoring and the mastermind and everything, and really seeing people go like all of their magic within this, like really activate. And I'm here going, that's what I'm here for, right? I'm like, I'm here to activate. I'm not here for the end-to-end solution, you know? I'm not here for, like, you know, some of us, if we look at those kind of journals we would have got years ago, and it's like, write your why and your five years, and people see it and it's like, I'm going to build a charity and I'm going to do this and have fleets of this all over the world and et cetera, et cetera. And it's so huge, right? But really, when we look at purpose, it's like finding the breadcrumbs and following the breadcrumbs. And like, right now, I'm kind of going like, it's activation. Because when I focus in on that for a certain period, then I will continue to rise and awaken my own journey. And then the higher purpose keeps evolving. Does that make sense? Mm. I couldn't make more sense. I resonate so deeply with <laughs> from one activator to another. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it is, sorry, that I actually, that was the one part I missed out on is in terms of kind of going like, we as humans can put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, you know, I think particularly like when we talk so much about like, you know, creation of the new world and new things being created and we're meant to like, as in like we're meant to have it all sussed out when really we're all just a little part of the equation and like we are all interconnected. So it's like, we just need to like tend to our own self and our own purpose at this time. Yes. And Thank you for those beautiful additional reflections as well, because sometimes I think when, you know, you hear someone talking about the program, I remember myself, I'm like, what are people talking about programming and conditioning and we're just trying to step out of the program? But it's that reflection of you, like look at you in the corporate environment and me, I say we for this. Jesus, you never shut up. Oh, look, at you hear you now before you see it. Or, you know, you're like a foghorn or, oh my God, or, or shushed. Like shush is a massive trigger for me because that's the program. It's happening in the background and we don't actually realize it. You know, when I think about maybe the amount of times that I believed or perceived that the amount that I needed to vocalize or I did vocalize or the way in which I vocalized was wrong was what I was being told on some level that was wrong so that's the space and when we start to dim our light that's when we're you know confining and restricting ourselves but then the empowerment to actually step out of that program and into the space that you're in say Elaine or for me when someone's like wow I'm really inspired by you or I needed to hear that or 
thank you for sharing that story and thank you for voicing that in that way that really made sense to me it's really supported me on my journey to find my purpose like how powerful is that to step out of one aspect that was dimming us and into the space that actually expands us and allows us to become activators and that's actually what was happening in our purpose space you know this is the feeling of stepping into your purpose because when you're in your purpose then it's just flow it's easy it's empowering it's activating for say you and me and activating them for others and it gives us such reach and expansion to even think about wow what can I create from here (laughs) yeah you know literally and that is limitless what we can create from this place when we're in our purpose and when we start to really follow those breadcrumbs as you said and find that space that actually lights us up so some advice then for somebody in narrowing that down so you're saying the funnel approach like look at their life so far I think even reflection back to like childhood of like what really lit you up as a child for me I actually I used to actually type my parents had a guest house and this woman came with a and she was like a white witch medicine woman. I don't even know whatever she called herself back in the day. But obviously this is pre-computer time or not pre-computer time. We wouldn't have had the internet or anything. But I remember we had just got a computer and she had all these cures written out in a piece of paper. And it was like, oh, you know, if you got this, sleep with a potato under your pillow or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, this is fascinating. And I think at the time I had like acne in my skin. I was kind of, what can you do to like, what can I take? Like what plants can I have to help me? I was blown away by all of these remedies. And I'm talking like there was like 20 pages. And I was like, I'm going to type this up for you on my new computer with the 3D word art. Do you remember those like things with all the funky 3D (laughs) colors? And I was like, you know, and that was my creativity actually coming out even back then. And I was like, I'm going to type this out because I can print it and then you can share it with loads of people. Because I was like, you know, people need this information. Like I was a child. It was only doing, going back to an inner child work recently that I was really looking back going, fuck, Joe, you were so on this like so long ago and I just was unaware. There's so much in that and it comes back to what I was chatting about earlier. Like we know as our child self because we're not filtered and we're not conditioned. So the how like amazing is that that your child self was like, let's organize this in a way that will actually really support others to access your work and gain clarity on what you actually do. Because that's what you were doing and that's what you do now. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, maybe I didn't need the degree in the masters and everything else. <laughs> And when we start to really tune into those, because my purpose work started actually from being so unclear on my purpose. Like I was in my late 20s and I share this from a place of I had an eating disorder for like 20 years that I never thought I was going to get better from. So I didn't see a future for myself. And even when someone used to ask me the question, and it's interesting, you've asked me the question, oh, what's your five-year plan? Like I found that insulting and triggering. I was like, why would someone ask you that question? (laughs) Because I couldn't see what my five-year plan was going to be like because I didn't see a future for myself because I was mentally not well and I also was really confused on who I was so I actually worked with my therapist at that moment 
who was amazing and transformed what we were working with to drill into who I was. We went on like this really deep discovery of personality tests, aptitude tests, strengths tests, weaknesses tests, and everything pointed to the same option as what would serve me the most was going to be social work and care work for others. So I knew that that was the area I was going to work in. I just didn't know then what that was. And this is part of like the funneling down, say. And for me, my soul knew that I possibly wasn't going to be suited enough to the social care work. So what transpired then was coaching as a space to support people to expand and grow, but also be able to serve and care for others, because that's deeply what ignites my soul as well. So I share that from a place of it's the drilling in, like it really is. If you are in a space of complete confusion as to who you are, start a journey of self-discovery. There's so many personality tests out there. There are so many different aptitude tests, you know, and there's also human design. There is astrology readings. There's the Enneagram readings. Like I could go on for eternity, but it is really getting to know who you are. And then also tuning into, like you said as well, our childlike self, like really go into that. What did I want to be as a child? What lit me up as a child? When was I most free? When was I, what was I most drawn to? You know, what is that space of me that wants to like be awoken again? And then I would always encourage people as well to go into your flow. Like what's something you do that makes time an illusion? You know, when we do something and we go, oh my God, I was doing that for five hours and it felt like five minutes. Like what's that part of you? You know, if that's creativity, if that's a pastime, if that's a passion, if that's some aspect of you that just feels so in flow and it feels so easy, that's also another sign of what your purpose is. And then go into like your work experience. And, you know, sometimes we spend 10 years in corporate and then we step into this healing space and we want to disregard fully all that beautiful experience that we have. When if we actually started to intertwine and integrate all of that, that's where our strength is. So, you know, reflect on what we actually have the most experience in because none of it's a coincidence. So when we start to like knit this together, that's when we really get the signs of what is going to be our purpose because it's undoubtable when you find your purpose, you start to work in your purpose or live in your purpose. The feeling that you get is like, wow, I feel in my fullest. I feel so expanded. I feel so connected. And that's the signpost. That's the space of, oh, wow. Okay. And that's also another space of like, start to take note of them, get really practical about that. When do I feel in that feeling of fullest expansion or expression. And that's another signpost for you to get to that place of what is my purpose. Yes. It's almost like, I'm like, now I'm like, is finding your purpose the right word? Is it more, it's like unveiling of our purpose because the purpose is already, it's already within us. And really when you do do that work that Claire's kind of been guiding us on, like, you will see going like, wow, I was doing so much of this unintentionally already, Joe. And then it's more a task of alignment of kind of going, okay, what needs to change now to really fulfill this? And that's the beauty of it. Like this purpose work can seem 
sometimes we outsource it and we're like, okay, I want someone to tell me what my purpose is. I'm going to do a course to figure this out. I'm going to do something else. And we have every single answer that we ever need. Like any answer I ask, I'm asking of someone, I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> You're the only person that has the answers. So it's really tuning into that. And just like you said, wow, actually, I'm already doing this. I'm the only one who knows this. It's all already there. So you're harnessing what's already inside you, which is actually very easeful to do, but it's so empowering. And then you start the journey then of like being active in that, you know, harnessing your masculine. What does that look like really practically? What action steps do I take towards that? Oh, and tuning into my my feminine. Okay, I'm going to follow my intuition on that. I'm going to be in flow and really follow that flow space. And this is when the masculine and the feminine integrate. And this is the beauty then when the purpose is being actually fulfilled and lived and fully experienced. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. It's not outsourcing. I'm here going, I was like, Claire, of course you create space for people to do this type of work. Don't do yourself out of a job. But um, in terms of if anyone wanted to come and book in a session with you, like, can you explain a little bit more about how the light activation works? So just to give you a bit of background, actually, well, we have met actually now in real life, but we've been chatting for ages on Instagram, geez, since some last year, maybe. And then Claire messaged me going, Elaine, I'm back in Ireland next week. Would you be interested in going for a light activation and rap session? And I'm like, I don't even know what rap is, but yeah, sure. I was like, sign me up, that sounds, I actually do feel I need someone to hold a bit of space for me. And even though I actually was, I had initially had a completely different intention for our session, what I got out of it was so much more because there was this residual bit of programming that actually has taken me out of alignment a couple of times in the last, only a couple of times in the last couple of years, but still significant. And I huge aha moments. I think I burnt the ears off my husband for about two hours and I came home going, like, can you actually just believe that? Like, I mean, like, so I just find her work absolutely amazing and she's amazing at holding space. So, but just for anyone who is like, what the hell is light activation and how can they connect with you? Mm, yeah. Thank you for the beautiful reflections of her session, because that's a space where And exactly that. When I say we don't need anyone outside of ourselves, like I'm simply here to reflect you to you. And that's the work. That's the guidance. And, you know, doing it in a way that uncovers these deep beliefs that can be in place because they can be running the show in the back. Oh, it was phenomenal. Like, I mean, actually one thing, sorry to interrupt your flow there. Claire said Mm -hmm. to me, (laughs) she was like, did you hear yourself? She said it was, I remember because this replays in my brain so often I'm hearing like, I need to really embody this. But it was like, I had said a year ago, I had this intuitive hit that I needed to let something go and I didn't. And I was like, oh no, like, you know, because I'm thinking of everyone else, whatever. And I didn't. And at some point during my rant, I was like, imagine where I'd be now if I'd listened to myself, right? When you reflect that back to me, like it really, oh my God, it struck a chord. I was like, whoa. Because I'm never one. I'm always like, yeah, I'll do anything. I'll try anything. I'll go with my intuition, whatever. And I don't live in regret. But there is an element of kind of going, I was like, I regret not listening to my intuition because I know now how powerful our intuition is. And that's what we should lead with. It was gold, Claire. So thank you. Mm, 
<laughs> you are so welcome. And yeah, it's beautiful. Like even that, you know, because when we have an experience like that and our intuition was like bang on point to begin with, and then it maybe have taken us a year later to have that realization of, oh, that's what was present then. And so that's the work. It's really deepening into that. When I work with people in a light activation session, I bring through coaching, I bring through reprogramming, I bring through NLP to really support the mental body first. And then I bring through, you know, we may go through deeper emotional work of the how's that connecting to our emotional body. And so that's another space of support and reflection. And then, you know, if I'm working with medicines like we did actually with the rapé, the tobacco medicine or cacao is also medicine that I work with as well. We also work with the physical body. And then in that space, I bring through light language and I bring through channeling and I bring through the mediumship. So that allows us to work with the spiritual body and the light body to weave through aspects, which is sound, tone and vibrational healing that you're receiving that also supports the physical body. But it supports our light body and it supports our spiritual body to really heal on a deep level, like it shifts us on a cellular level as well. And it also activates dormant parts of our DNA that have been restricted. And this is the space sometimes when our creativity opens and, you know, we start to have this awareness of, ah, okay. And this is where I work with people to really expand that. And then the mediumship that I bring through is, I bring through messages from your guides and your soul that you are to hear to support you on your journey. So we go so deep and then we bring you to that space of awareness of who you truly are. So that's the space that I work with people in sessions. You know, I do longer sessions with people which are like three hour ceremonies, similar to what we did. But then I also have different programs that I work with people where I can work in a really impactful way over a three or six month period. And go really deep, go into the coaching, go into the healing, go into, you know, gift activation, go into purpose work, getting the clarity on your purpose, go into finding, shining your light again, you know, that light that's dimmed, it's like, right, let's just freaking get that shining again and come into that space of fullest expansion. So these are the ways that I do work with people. And yeah, it's a powerful journey that we go on because we're connecting our physical or emotional self or mental body self and our spiritual self and then we elevate into the light body which is the space of wow this is the highest vibration and I feel fucking amazing <laughs> yes I'm like I've got a session later with you and I'm like I cannot wait but I actually it was sometimes like okay I feel really called to share this now and this is for anyone who is listening who is in the wellness space because the light activation method is like, it's phenomenal. And like, I obviously have done like energy healing and stuff and hypnosis as well. So like, and you, you have such an extensive experience in so many different healing modalities that's brought all into one session, which makes it just so impactful. I remember actually being like, my God, I think it would take therapists 10 years to loop back to like where that belief system came as an inner child for me. Like really, I was just like blew my mind and I was kind of going, I was like, I've done so much work and I don't think I'd ever have uncovered that myself. And I think for like the method that you've developed is phenomenal. But also it's one thing that I see sometimes in clients when they're speaking about like 
they've done training programs and stuff, right? And it's like, oh, I've wasted so much money and, you know, navigating, trying to figure out what I want and all this kind of stuff, right? And you are a classic example. And I even say my own mastermind is, is an example, right? Of it's like nothing that you've done on your journey is a waste of time. Like no course that you've invested in, like, because there is deep learning there. And what you've done is like, you've brought in like all of your amazing training experience together and brought it into this like condensed, powerful method. That's like someone comes and it's just like, they're getting this complete embodied experience with you. Do you know what I mean? And for anyone else that's out there as well, like as in like with, with their own trainings, as in like, this is all will be part of your bigger picture and purpose as well. Mm, yeah. And thank you for that, because the reflection you've given me there is literally the work that I share with people. And I really like to share from a really embodied place. And it's exactly that. Like I see everything I've done as a stitch in the tapestry of me and a stitch in the tapestry of the purpose that I'm here for and the work that I share. So I draw on all of my experience and all of my trainings because that also allows me to support you to your highest. And this I would share with anyone who's on these journeys, because sometimes like I see people doing so many trainings and so many different, you know, methods of healing and celebrating every single one that you've done. But there's also going to become a point where you go, right, what does that look like now for me as a healer? Because I'm not going to someone for the Reiki that they have trained in. I'm going to you for your vibration and the Reiki that you bring through your body. So there has to be, do you know, so that's what I'm coming for to you. Because there's how many different people trained in something. But it's really starting to realize, like, what does that look like in me as someone who wants to support someone? because that's the space of power. And that's when we can really support people from a really grounded place because it's embodied. And so the power of what I do and what anyone can do is also to stop at a certain point and go, okay, how can I use everything that I've learned and bring that into a way that's unique to me? It honors the work that I've done and the mentors and teachers that I've learned from, But now I embody that from my space. And so that's the journey I've been on. There became a point a couple of years ago where I was like, okay, but what does my unique gift look like to support people in a healing journey or to guide people in a healing journey? And that was when this method was created, the cultivation of the light activation method, because I really dove deep into everything I have access to And I channeled through even from my guides what that looks like. And they kept coming to this same place of you want to support people. Your strength is in every aspect of them. So in this place of, you know, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual and light that I keep talking about. And but also in this space of clarity. And it's like how we began this session being like my work and business name is Clarity, which is my name. How genius. And this genius and you know it's who I am but it's also mixed with the vibration of clarity because that's where I bring people to that was the journey we went on to get clarity on what was limiting you through that belief system that was in place and even this is another story of oh my god it was always there like I used to 
really disliked my name. I was like, Claire, it's so boring. It sounds like air and chair and it's common as mook. Like there's so many Claire's floating around the place. And I just (laughs) never, like I never had a connection to it. And so that's how I've always been like just bypassing or whatever and not realizing. And then I got my numerology done a couple of years ago by an amazing girl, Gabby, actually, and who's based in Ireland. And she, we did a whole work on my name and it was like, oh yeah, the vibration of my name and Claire actually means clear and bright and are clear and light. And it was like, okay, so that's always been there the clarity and the light that I work with. I just didn't see that in my field. And so, you know, this is another space of realization. Wow, that was always there. I've only just realized how significant all of that has been in my journey through this lifetime. Oh, so significant. And just in terms of confirmation of that, before we started recording, I was like, we were putting on some oils. Claire's obviously in Ibiza, I'm in Ireland, but like, I couldn't see what she was doing, but I was like, oh, what's your favorite oil? And she was like, Carrie Sage. And I was like, stop the lights. So the emotional connection for our emotional and spiritual body of Carrie Sage actually is clarity and vision. So I was like, how? And I literally just anointed it on my third eye before we came on for this call because it's really good for opening our channel. So yeah, it's actually, I just was like, wow. I was like, talk about somebody in deep embodiment of their work and alignment. (laughs) I know, wow. When you said that, I was like, of course, of course. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. I think we've definitely hit the record of my longest podcast to date, which is not really a surprise, even though we talked probably an hour beforehand. But I will link Claire's website and her Instagram and everything below. If anyone wants to connect with her, I definitely recommend connecting with her and doing a session with her because it, it, she is phenomenal. And, you know, we all need someone to hold space for us as well. So thank you, Claire, for joining. Thank you so much, Elaine. What a beautiful conversation and space that you create for us, me, anyone that's been on this beautiful podcast you've created to just share our story and our voice and our life so deeply grateful you are so welcome and I'm sure there's gonna be many activated at the end by your method and yeah giving themselves the permission then to be like okay well where does this all come together so one word to wrap up our episode together I would say remember empower okay love it okay Mm -hmm. talk to you soon girl (laughs) Thank you so much, love. Chat soon. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your journey and activating your higher self. I'm so grateful to every listener in this community and would love to know what you think. So drop into my DMs or send me a message and be a part of the expansion of our collective by subscribing, sharing and leaving a five-star review. And let's rise and flow together.